0: Hey, it's Heidi Dawson, and this is Wednesday Wisdom, where I interview wildly successful people from across the world, where we get an inside view into what their daily life looks like. Success leaves clues, and on Wednesdays, we're finding them. Join me now for the latest wildly successful interview. Hi guys, welcome to episode 59 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. And also, welcome to Wednesday Wisdom. Today, I'm shaking things up a bit. I really, really, really was hoping for this to be an interview with James Clear, the author of the fabulous Atomic Habits book that I just finished. But he had other things going on and could not make the interview. (laughs) Or I could just say that I reached out to him on several different social media and different arenas and never heard back. But that's okay because he's a super busy guy and rightfully so. Anyway, I have his book and I thought I would just interview the book as a replacement. Seems logical to me, <laughs> but in all seriousness, sometimes you're not going to get the big interview, and that doesn't have to stop us. We're just going to work around it. Now, I'm a big reader, and I also happen to be a speed reader. I think I've read so many books in my life that I've just gotten good at it. So I'm just going to take the my five biggest takeaways from the book and talk briefly about how I literally have been using them in my life, and I'm hoping you'll benefit in case you're not a big reader, which not everyone is, right? So let's just dive right in. I mean, because this book is so good, I want everyone to be able to benefit from it. Number one, the goals are great. Goals are wonderful, but they aren't the main thing that makes you successful. He talks about in this book, the systems you put in place towards your goal, that's where the money's at. So James says to think about it this way, winners and losers all have the same goals to win, right? But it's the system they put in place that is the deciding factor on whether they succeed or not. So what does that mean in plain English? For me, I have this goal of reaching 18% body fat. Now, I'm not there yet. But I have become kind of addicted to the system I've put in place of getting there, which means making it very easy getting to the gym. So I have my clothes clean and ready. I know exactly what my workout's going to be, and I make sure that every day I have I have it planned out on my day planner what time I'm going. Now I also plan out each day I I know exactly what I'm going to eat for breakfast and I have a list of different things I can eat at restaurants that will support my eating plan because we like to eat out. So putting that system into place is crucial for long-term success, not just reaching a goal and then quitting because you accomplished it, or not reaching it and feeling like a failure. The system you put in place will keep you on track long-term. All right, second, the best way to start a new habit is to have an implementation intention. So in layman's words, which is what I need, set a very specific time and place for when and where the new habit will happen. Now, I already do this for my workouts, so I have that down. But James talks about another form of implementation intention that is called stacking. Now, this means to take a habit, a new habit, and stack it onto a current habit. So for instance, every morning I make oatmeal. I do this the exact same way, like every day, and it's already a habit. So now, when I put the pan on the stove to cook, I have added that to be my cue to check the laundry to see if I need to either fold something in the dryer or move clothes from the washer to the dryer. So it just helps me be consistent where I don't forget about laundry for two days in the washer, which has happened. Anyway, I'm creating a new habit of checking the laundry by stacking it on top of a current habit of setting the pan on the stove for oatmeal. It's genius, really. Now, he makes it very clear in this book that there are four keys to creating a new habit. Number one, make it obvious. Number two, make it attractive. Number three, make it easy. And number four, make it satisfying. So our environment plays a big role on our habit building, whether they're bad habits or good habits. So how does that work? Well, I have a goal to drink more water in the day, specifically to drink 130 ounces of water every day. Now, we keep our water, or we have kept our water in the pantry on the floor way below eye level, so it's not obvious. In fact, I sometimes forget to drink it because I just don't see it. Well, now I move the water onto the counter somewhere that's easy for me to see, and it reminds me to drink it. Same goes for eliminating a bad habit. We sometimes keep chocolate in the pantry for a little after-dinner treat. Now, we hide it in the back of the pantry. Now, I often forget about it because I don't see it. If it's easy to see and access, though, I'll nibble on it throughout the whole day. (laughs) But because it's out of sight, I don't think about it. I guess the saying, out of sight, out of mind, really does work. Now, the four keys... James says to breaking a bad habit are make it invisible, make it unattractive, make it difficult, make it unsatisfying. So, the way I've started using this to break a bad habit is I deleted Twitter off my phone to make it invisible. But it was a little too easy just to go to twitter.com, so that wasn't good enough. I then logged out of my account on my iPhone, and I honestly have no idea what my username and password is. So, now it's going to be a big hassle if I want to get on Twitter on my iPhone. And that's worked pretty well so far because I made it invisible and difficult, which makes it very unsatisfying to get on Twitter on my iPhone. So it helps me because I'm not even really thinking about it. Now, I hope that that keeps working. Um, It's worked beautifully for TikTok. I haven't been on that app in probably four or five months. Uh, So self-control is a short-term strategy. I mean, you can resist temptation once or twice, but eventually you'll probably give in. Now, he gives... A few really good examples in the book, like if you are continually feeling like you're not enough, stop following social media accounts that trigger jealousy or envy. If you're watching too much TV, move the TV out of the bedroom. If you can't seem to get any work done, leave your phone in another room for a few hours. I mean, just basically, these seem logical and <laughs> they, they're they common sense, really, but you have to do it to make it work. Finally, sometimes creating habits can lock you into an identity that works with that habit, but can keep us from growing beyond the goal we set. Wildly successful people like us are hopefully constantly growing and evolving. So make sure to always be aware of where you are with your current habits and adjust them accordingly as you just keep getting better and better. All right, Atomic Habits, it's been super fun interviewing, even though I feel like I did most of the talking. But every single point that I said was made possible by you and your wonderful author, James Clear. Seriously, guys, this is a great book. Go read it and let me know how you liked having a quick summary of a really, really good book. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you in a few days.